0: Join us is if we just go around the room and introduce ourselves. Then, as other people arrive, we can then get them to introduce themselves as they come. Is that right? Sure. We're going to start the front with you, sir. If that's okay. Uh, David Jermaine, Head of Centre at the Anderson Centre. Fantastic, sir. Uh, Adam from Westminster Base. Fantastic. Hello. And <laughs> uh, Anthony from Romancy but in Northumberland. Fantastic, sir. Stephen from the Nancy Allfield Trust on Abroad Broad in Norfolk. Okay. Excellent. Uh, Tim from Wilwood Sailing Camp in Sussex. Yeah. Gabrielle from Dachau, Sailing Camp. Excellent. I'm Ben from Midlands. Kevin yeah. uh, from Sussex, Shop Cut Shore. It's I'm on Kevin on. from yeah. West Westmore. John from Clearwood, Kent. David Datson from South West London. Uh, There's Alan from South West Scotland. <sighs> Kurt Lester from Catching. So you just joined us, your name? Dave, Dave Allman. Dave, thank you. From Lawrence, from Croft Bar, where it the ship. And the front. And Wayne. And to the back. Uh, Darren from the Army Sail Association. John from the Army Sail Association. Dave <laughs> from the uh, Sam from Paul. Darren <laughs> <Sarah> from
1: Michael. I <laughs> Can I join?
0: Paul Scott. Say your name, sorry. Paul. Paul. <laughs> Excellent. Right, I think we've got everyone's name. Uh, I'm going to shut the door, and if anyone else is not um, here, tough up, or they can come and join us. So, uh get more participants for a digital approach. So, here's the agenda. Um, I'm going to go through what this is not, what it is, uh, a secret formula that you can all take away, along with websites, funnels, landing pages, what to do next, and any questions. Uh, this is going to be pretty fast-paced. I'm gonna give you a whole load of information. You're probably gonna need pen, paper, and something to write down. Um, and uh, you're gonna have something you can literally go away with and use after this, okay? So the idea is, is that you've got something you can take away in action, rather than just come and me and just chat on for an hour, all right? So, uh, I'm Andy, I've sailed since I was about this high. Um, I talk selling around the world, very fortunate, um, as many of you have. Um, I worked for the RA for nine years, uh, being a coach and inspector. Uh, I started off when I left the RA five years ago at Lump Sports. We've now developed that into a couple of other businesses. And what I'm going to teach you is everything I've learned in the last 15 years, but five years, and put that to make it work for you today. All right. uh, I've had an interest in digital marketing for 15 years at least. Uh, a lot of education, a lot of uh, application run a business that's rapidly growing where we use all this stuff, all right? This stuff is not difficult. It's not because I'm clever. It's because I've educated myself, learned it and applied it. It is as simple as that. Um, it has helped us hit seven figures in the last year. and I don't tell you that to boast, I tell you that to say, I'm clever, you can do it too. All right, it is as simple as that, because I'm not clever. Uh, and Most of you in this room will probably vouch for that. Okay, so. Um, what this is not, this is not a social media class, this is about digital marketing, okay? It's completely different. We will talk about social media in the context of gaining information and uh, <coughs> who we're working with, but we won't be um, doing, you know, what is Facebook, all right? Um, this isn't going to be done for you, and, it's not look- it's, and it is for those or not for those not looking to take action after here. So if you don't want to do anything after this, that's absolutely <coughs> fine but I'm going to give you the tools to go away, take action and actually do something to get more mill people participating within your environment, okay? Uh, now, a lot of this stuff is going to be, if you run a business, this is going to be easier to go away and put into place. If you run a club, I'm going to give you the tools and information, you're probably just sure going to have to do it at a slower pace. All right, I get that. You might not want to do everything, you might just do some of these bits. So, what this is, to give you key fundamental skills you can take away and use, that's <coughs> it, all right? Um, it's a great way of generating leads into your business, into your club or your school. Uh, the basic blocks of digital marketing, I'm gonna presume you know what social media is, all right? If you don't, you might be better off finding another class, in all honesty, okay? Um, and I'm gonna give you tangible information you can go away and use, all right? Simple as that. Uh, and I'm gonna apologise now if I say anything that offends anyone, Uh, because it will be upfront and honest, okay? So, uh, I've done a lot of things um, right, but I've done a lot of things wrong, okay? (coughs) Now, over the last five years, we've tweaked and done lots of things that I'm now gonna give to you so you can go on my action, all right? It's as simple as that. And at the end of this, I'm gonna give you a way of information where you can just get it and I'm gonna send it all direct to you, okay? So you can wait for the OA to send the presentation in two, three weeks, or you can take it today. It's up to you. And all the information and resources I'm going to give you will be in the information I give to you. All right? So, five years. For me, education is critical. You've got to learn about this stuff and apply it. There's no fast track, no silver bullet. It's time, it's education, it's putting the stuff together. Uh, and people, the thing for me is people don't think big enough. We think about, oh, I just want to get people sailing in the local community. No, I want to get everyone sailing in the local community. I want to get everyone in the country sailing. Not, I just want to get the people from the local school sailing. All right? So, there's a lot of crap out there. I'm going to try and get rid of a lot of that. People don't want to pay for it. That's absolutely fine. So I'm going to give you as much information as I can now, so you can take away and use it. Um, I know most of you won't take any action whatsoever. That's absolutely fine. All right? um, but it does take time to learn, and if you do learn it, you will see an increase in business and, and what you're doing in participation. Uh, most people don't want car for it, so it probably won't happen. All right, simple as that. So first thing we're going to start off with, who is your customer? So within your club, your organization, your business, who is your avatar? Who is the person that you're trying to reach? All right? So what do they look like? How old are they, where do they live, what do they do, what are their interests? What does that person actually look like? Because if you're just putting marketing out there, come join our club, come sailing with us, who are you actually trying to get that to? How is your messaging targeting to that individual? Yeah? Think about something you bought recently, it would be typically be something that's been targeted to you. Yeah. If most of you got some sort of social media, what'll happen is, is you go through your social media channels, you'll see an article pop up that may, or more likely will be something you're probably slightly interested in, yeah? That's because the marketing has been done properly. If you get something that's not, you're thinking what on earth is this? It's probably because you, you, they've got the marketing completely wrong, all right? So, avatar, who's your customer? So I can tell you for our, our, one of our businesses that our avatar is a 45 year old bloke Okay, probably got between one and ten employees that lives in the States, normally in either um, New York or LA, typically, they have an e-commerce business and typically they're selling a million dollars on Amazon in the US. That is who our client is and that is who we're targeting. And that's what we're trying to do. So you as an individual, as a business, who is that? As your club, you might have several. Yeah? So you might have your youth section, yeah, you might have windsurfing section, thingy section or whatever. They will be slightly different avatars for each person within that organisation and that business that you're looking to approach. That's absolutely fine, but you have to understand who is your customer in order to reach them to get them to come and participate with you. All right? literally as simple as that. Now one thing we've used to a massive effect is something called a Dream 100. So who is your 100 top clients, uh, people that you can utilise to get more people participating through you. So for example, are they uh, what I'd call the influential kingpins? So at school, you've got the most popular kid, right? And everyone wants the trainers the popular kid's got. They want to do, I don't know, football because he does football or she does whatever, yeah? We're looking at the same thing. Who are those hundred people that will have the most impact? And it's a hundred. It's not five. It's not one. It's a hundred. Remember what I said about taking that massive action in order to basically get what you want off your business or your club? Yeah? We're not talking ones, we're talking hundreds. Yeah? Who are the most influential people and the people with the, that have the biggest impact? So partnerships, how can you create partnerships with local businesses, local organisations, and depending on who your avatar is, it depends on what that looks like. So if you do a lot of work with schools, let's say, you can either go and talk to all the heads in all the schools, right? Or what you can do is go, well, who's the head of all secondary education for sport in Hampshire? And focus on them and target them because they'll have a PE head of PE meeting at some point. So how can you impact that, rather than doing all the hard work, impact it from a higher level and create strategic partnerships to make that happen? So one example from us is, obviously for an e-commerce business, our target is Amazon. That's our, our number one is Amazon. So three years ago we put in a plan to to get that and we now work with Amazon in Seattle directly to get customers. It's as simple as that. But we we didn't, because we did this, we worked out that all of our customers were probably on Amazon, therefore we needed to work with Amazon. Makes sense, right? Yeah? So who are those people for you that will make the biggest difference? Relationship marketing, who can you work with online um, as well as do marketing together. So for example, let's say, Sam, I'm gonna use you if that's okay. Let's say you're a windsurfing school and you want to get more people windsurfing. Yeah? You want to encourage more people to your club. So you might work with an influencer in the windsurfing. I'm gonna pick on Sam for a moment if that's all right. So Sam's got some amazing content out there. He's got a huge amount of views on his YouTube channel. So you could be like, I know what we do. Let's talk to Sam. Let's do something with Sam. Create a good relationship with Sam, and then that'll increase people coming to our facility because he's got a million hits on his YouTube channel. I don't know how many you've got, Sam, but two million. two million. Excellent. So I think a round of applause goes to Sam. So well done. So you're taking his two million hits and using that to influence and build relationships to get more people within your organisation. He'll be charging for that influence. Yeah, is that fair, Tom, Sam? Okay, so next thing is go deep into your niche. If you know who your customer is, just by going, yeah, we want to tar- target you know, females in Hampshire, like that, that what? doesn't work. You need to really get deep into who that person is in order to encourage them to become a participant. Who are they? Where do they go? What are their interests? Where do they hang out? And we're going to get onto some of this in a moment. So the key thing is, is who is your customer and what do they look like? So, the first thing we're going to do, I told you, pen and paper, on your phone, to make some notes. You've got two minutes. What does your dream customer look like? How old are they? Roughly, you can give me a broad range. Are they male, or female? Where do they live? What are their interests? What do they do for a job? How much do they earn? What's their family like? Kids, adults, grandparents, how do they get involved? So if you're a club, Actually, grandparents might be one area that you want to target, yeah? You know, there are lots of different options available to you. So pen, paper, here we go. So you can take something actionable away with you today, you need to write this down. Two minutes, let's start. Who's your dream customer? What do they look like? There you go, man. Would anyone else like some pen and paper? John! <laughs> go. Okay. All right. You can even draw a picture of them. So what we did is we found out who our person was and we then basically went onto Google and tried to find a picture of them and we have got a picture of that person in our office. That's who we're trying to target. Yeah. yeah. So you need to think for your organisation, whatever that might be, be that a business or a club who are those people you're trying to attract? How old are they? Where do they hang out? More importantly, male female, what are their interests, what are they doing for a job? Because you can start to target them. So just for a moment, just think about male female, where do they live? How old are they? More than enough. Another 20 seconds and we're gonna move on. Excellent. Right, all the down? Fantastic. You can get all the presentation after, as long as you've got messenger on your phone, you'll be fine. Okay. Content is king, and if you don't know much about content, after this session, you can go to Gemma's session across the hall on content, and she's going to talk about it in much more detail than what I'm going to. So, that's quite all right. Relationship marketing, right there. Right then. The important thing is creating content. If you have a sailing club, a sailing school, or a water sports organised, you are creating content every single day, okay, or every weekend. Every time you do training, you're creating content. You need to use that content and repurpose it. So, for example, let's say uh, you do a landing. Right. Nice and simple. I'm hoping that all of you do some sort of land drill within what you do. But I bet none of you, with the exception of Sam, have got a land drill on your YouTube, your Facebook, or anything else. So, what you do is you take a video of your, of your, your land drill, right? Let's say it's 10 minutes long, alright? You take that 10 minute piece of content and you go, excellent. Well, there, number one is our YouTube video. Simple. Yeah? You can then repurpose that and put that on you know, all the different social media channels, should you wish. Yeah. But actually what you can do is you can now create that into 10 different pieces. Uh, maybe 5, maybe 20. Right? You can take little snippets out of each one and repurpose that content to make it work for you further down the line. But the first thing is, firstly you've got YouTube. Secondly, you can put that down as a blog on your, on your website. Yeah, great SEO. Third thing you can do is you can have that as a podcast. There's a podcast, yeah? Depends on how graphic it is. I appreciate that a land drill, you might need to see what you're doing. But for not everything you're doing, maybe that may be the case, yeah? You can then take all of this content, repurpose it, and use this snippet to put on Facebook, yeah? You can put another piece onto Instagram or wherever. And one piece of content from a 10 minute video, you should get about at least 50 pieces of content. I mean, if you post one today, that's 50 days. Yeah? and you've just done one land rule. So all of a sudden you can see how you can scale this and use this as you go. But it has to be relevant to your customer and relevant to the channel that you're putting it on. So for example, if you've got a youth uh, uh, part and you're looking at, to encourage more youth in, yeah, you can put it on TikTok. Half of you will not even know what I'm talking about with TikTok, okay? But it's massively growing and a massive opportunity. I don't look at it, but my kids look at it, yeah? So actually, where do you need to repurpose that content and make it work best for you, all right? And actually, you're just carving it up, you're using one piece of content, recarving it, and put it in lots of different places. Because if you put it in lots of different places, it gives you more span, more reach, okay? So, I talked about vlog, podcast, webinars, right? So for years, we've talked about what do we do during the winter season? What can we do to encourage members to stay members? What can we do with our customers to do more during the winter? Well, many of you may do classroom stuff, yeah? You might want to do a webinar. Let's talk, get someone in you know, to talk about boat maintenance. So we do a little webinar. Invite our members to it on you know, how to GRP gel coat something. Next week, how to do um, outboard engine maintenance. Whatever it happens to be, every week, you can do something to encourage participation to keep people going. Now, if you did it as a webinar, if you record it, guess where I'm going? You've got all the content straight away. You do the webinar, you record it, you can stick it on straight on YouTube, it's gonna cost you nothing to do. It is straightforward, it's easy. And all of this software is free. Yes, you have to pay if you want, you know, to get more people doing it and all the rest of it, but a lot of it is absolutely free, okay? There's no excuse you're creating the content every single day, you need to repurpose it and use it on a constant basis. So that's relevant. Seminars, if you go to a seminar and you're a, a, a business and you're looking to, or an exhibition, right? So you go to an exhibition, what we do is we get a little booth and we all stand there and say hi, come and talk to us. Actually, you want to go to exhibitions where you can deliver some value and talk to your audience. So you can say, hey, Come to our talk and listen to about digital marketing. I've got a booth over here, and you can come and talk to me after about digital marketing and I can sell you something. I'm not gonna do that, by the way. But do you see, what I, see where I'm coming from? Yeah? You need to add value to your customer constantly in order to bring them along your journey. Um, so, what else? You've got 10 to 15 seconds to grab attention when you're doing these, these videos or whatever else. So it's got to grab attention. If it's crap and boring, no one's gonna watch it. The market will tell you, you'll pull this stuff out there and no one will watch it. And if that happens, it's crap, I'm sorry, but it's not good enough and the market's telling you it's not good enough. So you need to change it and adapt it and make sure it works. Okay, consistency. The last thing is the consistency of what you're doing. If you're gonna hold a webinar, do it every week. If you're gonna do a podcast, do it every week. If you're gonna do social, do it every day. Whatever it happens to be, do the consistency because that's how you grow and scale it. Okay, next one, here's a very good model. There's a model called the Gary V content model. I'm gonna send it to you afterwards so you've got this information. But it's a really simple structure. You document it, you create it, and you repurpose it, or distribute it. It's literally as simple as that. And that single model is all I've learned. I'm I'm not, you know, I haven't designed this. I've stolen it from someone else and I'm telling you how to use it, all right? But this is what works for us. I know it will work for you if you do it. If you don't do it, it won't work. And if you carry on doing the same thing, you're going to get the same result. Um, content creation, here's some idea. Onshore rules we've already discussed. Instruction on the water. Virtually all of you have probably got a phone that's waterproof. I appreciate it doesn't float, but yeah, you can stand on your rib, not driving the rib by the way, yeah, and literally video what you're doing. If you're from a club, why can't you do a Facebook Live at the start every week? Like let's encourage people to use the content and see what's happening within our organisation so that we can drive people to come more regularly. Coaching, you're all going to be doing coaching, or you've got people doing coaching, record that bit of coaching. What are they talking about? Race starts, what are they talking about? Upward upwind, like whatever it is, record it and use it. People want that information, people want that content. Presentations, do you deliver a presentation? Record it. So I'm recording it. I'm recording it here. And then you, I can send it to you later and just send it to you so you've got to listen to it afterwards. You probably won't want to listen to me rabbit on for another hour, but you've got that content. Or if I wanted to use the content, I've got the content I could use should I ever wish to. Yeah, I could take snippets out of it and repurpose it. Theory sessions. You're all going to do theory sessions. Again, record it. Take photos of what's on the board. Stick it on, pho- on Facebook, Instagram, wherever it is. Demos. Any demo you do, Andrew, I suppose this comes to, on the water, off the water, record it. Put it on YouTube, get it out there. Because if people don't see the content, they're not gonna engage with it to start with. So, but you're already doing this stuff. Like it's not, you're not doing it. You just haven't captured it and thought about how you can repurpose it to make it work best for you. Um, it can all be done on a mobile. Literally everything. You, a webinar could be done on your mobile. The recording could be done on your, uh, sorry, it could be done on your mobile. Everything can be done on a mobile, and that's not a modern mobile. As long as you've got a half decent mobile, you can do it all on your phone. There is absolutely zero excuses as far as I'm concerned. All right? Okay, so, two minutes, here's what you're gonna do. What content do you create within your organisation every single day? Who delivers it, and who can record it? Two minutes, go for it. So, what content are you creating every day? Who delivers it, and who can record it? Let's not worry about who's going to regurgitate it and get it out there. Let's work out what it is first, and what you're currently doing, and what you can regurgitate, and we'll worry about who does that at a later date. Another minute, you will take. <coughs> 30 seconds. Okay, so we know our customer is and we've got some content. Happy days? Yeah? Good. So, where does our dream customer hang out? Right? Where are they? What do they look like? So if we know who they are and what they look like, we can find out where they hang out. Yeah? I appreciate hangouts a bit street. Wow. Probably not these days, but um, anyway, where do they hang out in real life? First question, yeah. Do they have, do they go to a certain gym? Do they go to a um, Sainsbury's, Tesco's, whatever else, yeah? Tesco's know more about all of you than you think. Their club card they've got knows literally everything. That's what you want to know about your customer, because that way you can work out where they are. You know, from on the social, what Facebook groups are they involved in? What Facebook pages do they like? What is their interest in their, what, what sparks that sort of information where they think, oh, this, this is where they hang out? What's their interests? Who are the partners that they're associated with? And I don't necessarily mean you know, their wife or their husbands. Um, what I'm thinking more of like is, you know, let's say the ROA, Volvo. Yeah. what are the partners? Who are the people they're more likely to work with? So as an example, our gym and Nilsen, are similar customers. So Nilsson, I've talked to years about this type of thing and they know it and they've talked to me about it. right? So, and interestingly, Pip emailed me about something very similar a minute ago. Um, so basically, what you've got is this cycle where how do we work with the similar people? Yeah? So for example, Nilsson and you know, David lloyd right? They're similar customers, they're the same people. They do the tennis, they do a little bit of sport. They want to be seen as active but they might not be as active as someone who does CrossFit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, they're, they're similar people, they're, they create partnerships in order to get participants through the door. So you can go to, so let's take Nielsen for example, they can go to David Lloyd and say, hey, we're gonna give all your members 10% off our holidays. All of a sudden, David Lloyd ad comes up, Nielsen 10% off their holidays, wicked. RYA, Nielsen RYA members, yeah, get 10% off their holidays. Because they're working and creating partnerships with key partners to get to their audience, yeah? And this is what you've got to look at. Influencers, take the same thing we talked about with Sam. Wanna do a webinar, hey Sam, come and do a webinar with us. He can sit in his home, nice and comfy. You can sit in your home, talk about windsurfing, give him a few bucks and a a beer or whatever, and you're gonna get more people coming to your specific, specific location, yeah? You're working with influencers that are relevant to your target market. Yeah. Don't, if you want more savers, don't talk to Sam. Is that fair Sam? Excellent. Okay, so, two minutes, Another two minutes, um, best social channel for your customer. Where is the best social channel for your customer? So you know who your customer is, where is the best social channel for them, do you think? If you've talked about youth, you're probably looking at Instagram, Snapchat and TikTok. All right. If you're talking to the older generation, you're probably looking at Facebook email. Yeah. And we'll come on to email in more detail in a minute. Mm-hmm. So, best social channel, and where might they be in the real world? Yeah? So, give you, sort of think about who your customer is. Yeah, if you run a powerboat mm-hmm. um, school or a sailing school, yeah, that doesn't have to be people local to you, because every Tom, Dick and Harry around you is doing the same thing. You've got to be different in the market in order to break through and and grow your business. Otherwise you're just competing, and then you just compete on price. Like you do not want to compete on price because no one makes money. You have to compete on value that you're giving to your customer, and sometimes you have to break out the market you're currently in to go elsewhere. So actually, where might they be in the real world? They might live in London. They might be corporate businesses want to do um, corporate days, and you might just have rib experiences could be savings, whatever it is, but you don't have to fight over the same market because you just just fight on price. Okay, everyone got something? Good, moving on. All right, my favourite bit, a value ladder. Most of you will not know what a value ladder is, okay? It is really simple and straightforward. But what a lot of you do, I see this all the time, you all sell courses for 500 quid, 300 quid, whatever it is. Fair? Yeah. Commercial course, 300 to 500 pounds. So we've got that here. You're expecting someone to walk off off the street, come to your centre and go, yeah, here's 500 pounds. They don't know you. Would you do that to somebody else? Probably not. If you might do, if you do a lot of research and look at reviews and everything else. But the likelihood is most people don't want to spend significant sums on something they're not sure on, with someone they don't know. So how can you encourage them to spend with you, to build a relationship with you, to start off with? So the first thing down the bottom is, what can you do for free? What can you give away for free? Yeah, let's talk about a club, an open day. Straightforward and easy, you offer them an open day, come down, have a taste the session, and see if you like us, is that fair? Yeah, simple and easy. A a commercial business could do exactly the same. Local, yeah, if your target market is local people, then you know, on the first of whenever the start sailing go <coughs> sailing thing, it may. Discover sailing. What is it, sorry? Discover sailing. Discover sailing. One out starts on the 10th of April. Excellent, so you pick a date. that lines with the old ways and um, uh, strategies and then you get the additional marketing from the R way as well. You put something on, come free, you do your own marketing, you bring people in. That's your one free event. That is your lead generation. You are bringing people in for free. Now the next thing is, how do you scale them through that value ladder? So the next thing is, I'm losing my pen, probably my marbles. So next thing is, what can you give away that's 50 quid? For most people, a 50 pound purchase on a, on a taste day would probably be okay. I appreciate everyone's in different parts of the world and all the rest of it, yeah. But 50 quid for an experience as a follow-up is probably all right. But what a lot of people do is they come to our free day and try and sell them a three to five hundred pound course. But no one wants it. So what you have to do is build that gap. What are the stepping stones along that route in order (coughs) to make that work? So for example, today, here you are, listening to me, I apologise, but you're listening to me about digital marketing. So I'm giving you something for free today. Yeah. What I could do is I could then say, well, the next step, in order to work me, if I said, well, I've got a course that does this for a thousand pounds, most of you go, I'm not in for that. You wouldn't, yeah. However, if I said as a follow-up, there's something else here that's $37, you'll work out why well, minute. in yeah, $37, then you might think, well, actually, that's all right, I want to learn a bit more. $37 is absolutely fine. Why not, yeah? The next step might be, we'll come back to pounds, yeah? 100 pounds, 200 pounds, 300 pounds, 400 pounds, yeah? You're taking, you're scaling people along this journey in order to get them to spend more money with you bit by bit, because we all go from here to here. In the modern world with digital marketing and using this system, it this works. But going from here to here, doesn't. I mean, of course you get people buying your services. I'm not saying you don't. What I'm saying is there's a better way of helping to scale them through your business so that you end up with more business or more members, more participants. Yeah. This is about getting more people participating in the sport and what we do is we say, hey come along to our open day, come say, it's 500 quid. Put your kids through a course and the course, the week-long course is 350 quid. I don't know, how about, yeah 350 quid for a week? I, Give or take. So that's what we're expecting, but we need to find a better way of doing that. And we can do that by doing that. We can offer them a little one day course, a one day introduction to sailing. One day, 50 quid, done. They might do that, yeah. Okay, so we start off with something free, free, we scale them, step by step, there's no rush to scale them through the process. Yeah, we might want to get this go through quickly. There might be better options. People might not want to pay 3 to 500 quid, but they might want to pay 50 quid a month. So what can you do 50 pound a month? Can you have a continuity offer that helps people stay as participants where they pay every month? From a cash flow point of view, from a business and a club, actually monthly direct debit might be a better way to go. Yeah. Okay, start with the smallest cost and work your way up. So you know what's coming next, don't you? Two minutes, what is your basic product and what is your top product And do you have anything in between? And let's just start with four. What's free? What's the next step? What's the next step? And what's the most expensive? Four steps from free to your most expensive product. What have you got? another minute okay all good well next one lead magnets so again lead magnet is a really straightforward process it's what do you have that can attract someone to you, like it is literally entitled, right? So, when we look at this free end here, or this end here, right at the bottom, what have we got that we can attract someone into our organisation, business club, whatever it happens to be? Yeah. What does that look like, and how can we do that for our customers? So, it needs to be something of perceived value. So, for example, a free open day—that's perceived value, agreed? Yeah. We're giving them something for them to come. Yeah. Now, if you are a powerboat school, then actually you might not want to give away free tasting days all day. I don't know. Everyone's different. So what? Excuse me. What can you do? Put online that helps them through the process. So, for example, excuse me. Could it be top five tips on staying dry on a powerboat? Can it be top five places you can go on a powerboat? Top five places. You see where I'm going? Yeah. Can you give them a downloadable PDF? so that you can, they can download it, perceived value, yeah? Could it be an interview with the local RMI? So you do an interview with the local RI, a video interview that says, why should people be trained in their powerboat before they go out? Yeah? You're giving them perceived value, but at the same time, educating them they need your course, yeah? And that way, you're gonna get more participants through what you do. Um, This is free and at the bottom, bottom of the ladder. All right, this is what you're doing. Now different people within your ladder, or your ladder may be different depending on what you're doing. So if you're a water sports center, you've got sailing, canoeing, windsurfing, and the whole shooting match, you might have slightly different customers and you might have slightly different value matters. That's absolutely fine. You can have different value ladders for different products and different customers within your organization in order to help them to scale. Yeah? And we're gonna come into this in a minute with clubs where we look at you beginners level one, level two, level three and so on. Yeah. It's the same process with scaling them through the value. All right. Um, they, they need an opportunity to get, to get to know you, build a rapport. If you want them to spend this sort of money with you, you need to put the time and effort into getting to know them. All right. And your customer, it's not all about the powerboat school, the customer's the hero in this. Yeah, you're just the guy. You're the hero, that's, sorry, they're the hero that basically wants to learn to sell. They're the one that's got the ambition. You'll just guide them through that. Think of like Luke Skywalker and Yoda, right? Luke Skywalker's the, the hero, yeah? Yoda is the guide. This is what you're trying to do with your customers all the way through, all right? You're trying to bring them along a journey, a story, we won't get into stories, but you see where I'm going. Yeah, that's what you're trying to do. Okay, building a rapport with your customers. So that's what you're trying to do at this level. Now when you start this process, let's say they download something on your website, you know, you need to get their email address, yeah, GDPR and all the rest of it, yeah? But you need to get their email address. After that, let's say you've got a, um, an open day coming up, yeah, um, what you can do, nice and freewheeling this, but basically you say, hey, they put your email address in, yeah, I want to come to your open day. great. If you just put out, come to our open day on Saturday, you have no idea who's turning up, none. So at least with this way you say, want to come to our open day? Send us your email and we'll put you on the list. Name or whatever. Yeah. What you could do over five days after that, or the five days leading up to the, the open day, is you could send them some value. Send them a video. Here's the video from last year's open day. Here's what the experience is going to look like. Here's what you need to bring. Yeah. You're not going to get wet. Don't worry about it. You're going to go over experience. Whatever that is, you want to be giving them some value along that journey. So when they arrive at your club or centre, they already know you. You build that rapport and you're taking them from here and all of a sudden, you probably skip this step because they already know you and they've got a relationship with you. You can get to here. Yeah, you're working with them to build a relationship. Okay, so build a rapport. Okay, two minutes, I'm getting used to this now, right? Two minutes, what is the free lead magnet you offer? If it's a club, it's an open day. But what else can you do? What are the options to lead magnets within your organisation? Yeah. What does that look like? So let's get something on paper because if you take something away today, if you write something down, you're more likely to go away and action it. Okay, another minute. I think my two minutes probably aren't quite two minutes either. <laughs> <laughs> so, probably three minutes or 30 seconds. I can't quite work out. I haven't got to a timer. There we go. I should probably get one of a leg timers, shouldn't I? Uh, maybe a digital one that goes in the bottom of the screen. Press go in and it goes anywhere. All right, all got something? Fantastic. All right, let's talk about traffic. So, how do you get, and I'm not talking about cars here, how do you get traffic? to your websites or your stuff online, yeah? Three types of traffic, cold, warm and hot. Start with hot. A hot customer is a raving fan. They are someone that will literally share your content, basically give you as many referrals as possible, and they're the one that basically will buy your stuff as soon as it comes out, all right? Or they'll be your members forever. They're the ones on the committee, they're like, do you know what I mean? They're your raving fan. So these people, it's traffic that your current customers but are raving fans. Cold traffic on the other side of things are people you do not know. They don't know you. They might go, I want to learn sailing and then find you and have an interest, but they don't know who you are. So that leaves the warm traffic. So there's somewhere in between. They may be customers, but not particularly active. They might be lapsed customers. They might be people who have liked your Facebook page but have done no more than that. So when we start talking about lead magnets, the lead magnets might be different for these three customers. So for example, if you've got, and where they might be on the value ladder might be slightly different. So if you put one thing out, come to our open day and you know, have some fun, right? That probably won't work for them. It might work for them. It probably won't work for them. Right? So how does a lead magnet work differently for each of those? What can you put out differently that's going to entice them to come along your journey with them? Let's say they're a raving fan and they've done our way level one, our way level two and our way level three. I know that doesn't happen very often but let's say they've done all that and they're raving fans. Right? You put out your um, star racing course and they're like, I'm in. <coughs> okay? that, that's what we want to get to with everybody but for the star racing course you'll put it out and they'll just buy it. Right? Don't just put it up the bike. That's where you've got to get to. This is what you want for your customers. You're trying to get them from here to here as quickly as possible. But they have to be raving fans. If they're not raving fans, they're not going to do that. And you should be aiming to get every single customer of yours as a raving fan. That should be an ultimate goal, yeah? Um, so I, we could spend hours talking about traffic, um, but that's all we're going to spend on traffic. Two minutes. Where is your warm traffic? Where's your hot traffic? Let's not worry about cold traffic for now. Yeah? Um, uh, Because we start talking about organic and paid traffic. Let's just, we'll hold that for a second. We'll, We'll do that another time. Some of you are thinking, why am I writing all this down? What does this all mean? Where are we getting to with all of this? Well, everything is a process. Everything we're doing is pulling this together to the next moment. So has everyone got something? They've got an idea. Um, what I should just say here, I don't think we'll talk about it later, um, is email. do uh, we'll about it later. Let, let's talk about email just here while we're on it. Oh, no, we won't. We'll talk about it It's all right. Stand by. Okay, here we go. So the secret formula. You've just written it down, right? Secret formula is really straightforward, it's really simple and it's really easy. You know who your customer is, what a dream customer looks like, you know where they hang out, you've now got the bait, yeah, the lead magnet, the option, yeah, and you know where you're gonna send them. Alright? You've got a whole process of what you want to do with this customer in order to take them along a the journey and basically make them more regular participants. Yeah? Or as a business, to get more business. Yeah? That's the ultimate goal, is that you're looking to get more people in your club, more people through your business so you can serve more customers and get more participants. Because if, if you don't do this, what happens is you don't get enough members, you don't get enough business, you, you go out of business or the club dies. Okay, so the idea of doing all of this is so that you get more participants and you have the opportunity to serve more customers, yeah? And ultimately what you're trying to do is serve or get more <laughs> participants in the sport, yeah? And that's where we're ultimately trying to get to. So we've talked about the dream customer, we've talked about where they are, what's the bait, the lead magnet, um, and we've talked about where you're going, we haven't talked about where we're going to take them, we'll leave that for a moment. So you're looking at what's the hook, you're then looking at what's the story along that, and then the offer. Okay? and there's a whole piece just on stories. But one thing I would like to touch on is future-based causes. Now I'm probably going to upset some people here, and I do apologise. So here's what we do as a, as a sport. We go level one, level two, level three, right? But people do not want improvement offers. They don't. We know that by the numbers that Amanda has just put out. They do level one and level two in one course, and no one does level three, because it's an improvement offer. No one wants to improve. People want a new opportunity to do something different or learn a new skill. Yeah, that's why it works. Let's take diets, right? What happens is you do a diet, and then the next week you think, that one didn't work, I'll do another one. And it's the same thing time and time again. That's why it works. Because they're, they're, no, no one wants an improvement offer, they want a new opportunity. So when you're talking about what you're doing within your sport, it's not that you shouldn't sell one, two and three, it's just how you word that in order to get more people to participate. So when you've done the level one and level two, it's not, oh, come on level three and improve your skills, it's come on the level three and learn something different, right? You're going to learn how to use a spinnaker, you're going to learn how to um, do rudderless sailing, you're going to learn how to whatever, yeah, power boating. Level one, level two, and intermediate. Well, I do some bumps and... I'll do my level two, I do some bumps and grinds, and I then go and razz a powerboat around for five minutes around the Solent. Wicked, yeah? Intermediate is perceived as the same thing. They're just going to rag a... Um, and I, I apologise, rag any powerboats power I do apologise. But they're going to drive a powerboat around the Solent as quickly as possible from point to point. Actually, it's not a case of doing the intermediate is a case of saying, well actually what we're going to do is, we're going to take you from doing your bumps and cries, but actually, we're going to teach you how to go over there. Yeah, we're going to teach you to go from Southampton to Cow, so you can go and have a lunch in Cow, so I was going to say a beer then, but that don't work. Does it? <laughs> so, but you see what I mean? Let's talk about kids. You're taking your kids sailing, and what everyone does is they put them around the triangle. oh, a course. They just go around the course. No one wants to sail around the course once they've done it for five minutes. It's dull and it's boring. So what we want to do is say, well actually, where can we take them? You take kids, you do a follow a leader to, I don't know, you're a, you're a sailing club, there's a beach and there's a pier down there. You take them on a beam reach to the pier and back, they come back, we got to the pier! Do you know what I mean? They, 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 they see that, that's the opportunity, all of a sudden you're taking them from the mindset of, oh, I'm just go around a boy all the time, to giving them something inspirational, and courses have to be the same. If it's the same, we're just going to improve, it's an improvement offer, people don't care. People, and the market tells you they don't care because no one does the courses. So actually, what do you need to do with the courses to switch it to a new opportunity so that they do that? All right? Um, so that's what you're looking to once you start getting to this point and you start bringing the customers in. It's that new opportunity, not improvement offer. Okay. Right, so. Funnels versus websites. Now, most of you are probably gonna look at me completely blank when I say funnel. Does anyone know what I mean by funnel? Well, I guess some of you might. Goodness, people are nodding. Excellent. Okay, for those that don't, um, your website is an amazing place. But have any of you ever been shopping and you just wander past the shop windows and you just, yeah, just going and be oh that's nice, that's nice. You don't go in. You just, shop window, whatever it's called, yeah? You're just going out and have a gaze. That's what people do on your website. They just come and have a browse, right? And they basically go from website to website until something grabs them so that they can come and do it, yeah? So let's say I'm going through the websites, one website, one website, one website. All of a sudden, on this website, so I don't remember where you're from, but it the, 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 pops up and says, come and try it to our open day and get a free wetsuit when you arrive. Oh yeah, i do that, yeah, fantastic. All of a sudden I'm now going to an open day rather than just looking for a load of websites, yeah? A funnel is what you're gonna be put into in a moment and you won't even have realised. So what happens is, here's your funnel, okay? And you're bringing people in here. These are your leads, all right? So this is what you're doing. You're getting people in here and then you basically bring them through. Now let's say currently you get 100 leads a month and you convert 10%, all right? You get 10 customers, okay? By putting something simple with a lead magnet and an opportunity to leave their email address, GDPR and the rest of it, yeah? Actually, let's say you increase that to 200 without changing your sales process or the conversion rate or anything else, you've doubled the number of people coming through your business. Just by putting you know, a lead magnet on your website. It is straightforward, it's easy, and all you have to do is then take them through the journey. There's a lot more to funnels than that, but that is essentially the basic part. okay? And you can put this on your website, or you can have a separate website that creates it as well. It's all up to what you want to do. And when you look at that, someone does a saving course. Right? So here's my number one hey. So you get the saving course, right, and you're all competing on price. They've gone through and looked at it all, and they've got it. You've sold for 200 quid, 300 quid. Actually, what we should be doing is saying, well, actually, that's great, but if you want a wetsuit, that's down 20 quid. You're adding upsells to everything you do, or downsells, depending on what we do. So, an example, I went to a water park. yeah? So, you go to turn up at a water park, wife books it to me and the kids, and off we turn up, and I'm like a big kid, and I just want to go jump around on, on inflatables in, in the water, right? Epic. You rock up, excellent. Have you got your booking confirmation or whatever? Certainly, yeah. Uh, would you like a wetsuit, or oh, yes, please? That's a five. Like, you don't have to have the wetsuit. You can go and run around in the cold. I mean, to be fair, it was a lovely summer's day, and there was plenty of people without wetsuits. But I can't be it that anymore. I'm happy with a wetsuit. All right. So, you know, you've got to think about the process and the system you're putting people through, and how you take them along that journey. So, you know, from a participation point of view, you might actually have all of our wetsuits included. Yeah. If you're a sailing club. You might not have any wetsuits. So you need to educate your people that are coming on your course that you don't have wetsuits and you can buy them for Tesco, from a tenner. Whatever that might be, you want to make that experience as positive as possible and if they don't leave with a smile, they're not coming back. <coughs> Fact. So you have to do something about that and you know, making sure a wetsuit, I mean, it's a simple thing. Yeah, I'm talking of it as an upsell, but as a club, you might have it to go and buy it elsewhere, whatever it happens to be. Okay, so there's the two differences. Right, questions you should know. Here's some basic things that you should know about your club, organisation or business for digital marketing, okay? Number one, what does it cost you to acquire a customer? If you don't know how much it costs you to acquire a customer, how do you know what your marketing budget is gonna be? If you know it costs 20 quid to get a customer and the average cart value of that is 250 quid, Right, But you know it costs you 20 quid to, do a, to get a customer, you can scale that, agreed? Not, oh I can't add any more to my marketing budget because I don't know where I'm going, like how much it costs. If you know it costs 20 quid, and the average car value is 250 quid, well if you spend two grand, you're gonna get 250 grand. Sorry mate, what's the car value? Uh, so how much they spend with you? Right. So like average spend in the box, yeah? Now, like, next thing, what's the lifetime value of that customer? Not necessarily how much they spend on that one occasion. right? Does that one person come back? Do they join the club? What is the average sort of time span of that and what does that look like? So, how many leads in this week? We've talked about it here. How many new members come in? If you don't know how many new members are coming into your organisation, like you have to record it to monitor it to know how how to develop it, all right? Sales process, when you're doing an open day, have you got a table there that says, come and join us? I mean, it's simple, basic stuff. Yeah? You should always have that process where people can come and buy and get involved. Or, oh, you've had your open day, start the beginner's course today, tomorrow, whatever it is. Yeah? You're trying to take them through the journey to get more participants sailing. Yeah. Uh, what's the vision for the next three to five years? Like, if you want to do the same thing in the same way, you're going to get the same result. So, you can carry on doing that, or you can think, what we, where do we want to be in three to five years? Where do we, how do we get to that? And then break that down into years, months, quarters, however you work to days. But if you don't look at that, you're just going to be doing the same thing in 10 years' time. Like, that's fact. And I see it, you know, I've been coming to these conferences for 15 ish years. There's people doing the same thing in the same way, and getting the same result. Fact but you've got to change what you're doing to encourage more people to participate to make make a change. Okay, landing pages, we're almost there. So you need a landing page for each of your products you offer. Membership, sail cruising, racing, dinghy sailing, windsurfing, power boating, whatever it is, you don't just want one generic page. I agree you want one generic page, but you need to link them to specific things around your specific uh, product. Yeah, so you're bringing them through a journey, so they land on a landing page, they get some great value, and then there's an option to log in and acquire some more information. Yeah, Um, we've talked about value, we've talked about lead magnets, list building. You are looking to build a list at every opportunity, and that's an email list. I knew there was part of emails in this. So, emails are absolutely crucial, because you own the email address. If you've got a massive Facebook page, that's amazing, but Zuckerberg could change the algorithm and it'd be worth nothing tomorrow. Or they could suspend you and you've got no customers. Messenger, it's an amazing tool, but it could shut down tomorrow. You know, all of these things are amazing, but you own the traffic with emails. So you're constantly trying to build an email list and database in order to push other stuff. You can still get them into your Messenger, your Facebook, Instagram, everything else. Of course you want to do that. You want to build that up, definitely. But you've got to be omnichannel, you've got to be across the different channels to make that work. Um, Social and bots, you're going to see a body live action hopefully in a minute, uh, and we'll get to that. Okay, here we are. We've got three minutes left. Well, two maybe, depending on how you look at the clock. Okay, so, I'm going to give you, uh, well, you can take away today everything that I've learned in these bits here. So, expert secrets. It's an amazing book that will help you to talk about building a tribe, building a community of people to grow and become raving fans. Okay? One thing we talked about, Dot Com Secrets. It's about putting the, um, the value ladders, the lead, hook, story, everything else together into one thing. Now, in the, uh, in the information I'm going to give you, you can take both of these in a bundle I'm going to send you a link and it's $37. See where I said that? $37? Yeah, you can buy the two books for $37. And if you can't, if you don't want to spend an additional $37, that's absolutely fine. But I promise you, you'll come back next year and you'll be doing the same thing in the same way. So if you don't want to take that, that's absolutely fine. But it comes in a black box with all the goods and all the rest of it. There might be a bit of shipping there. But just take it. It's nothing to do with me. This is not me. Okay, so I'm sending you to an external place where you can buy the book and you can get the information and all of the stuff I've shown you today in a lot more detail because it's two books. I've given you an hour to spill, right? Another thing, the Gary V model, the content model. I'll send you a link to 86 slides, I think it is, about how he takes that content, regurgitates it, repurposes it, and puts it on different channels. Um, You need to put a plan in place, you need to take massive action. If you don't take action on this, that's up to you, I've got no problem with that. I'm going to still carry on doing what I'm doing, and be quiet. But if you want to change what you're doing, you want to get more people participating, then you need to change something you're doing. If we do the same thing in the same way, we get the same. Okay, so I would encourage you all to take massive action, don't think about, oh, we just want to get people sailing here. We want to get everyone sailing in this area. We want to get everyone in Hampshire sailing. Our goal is to get every kid on the water in year six in this area. We want to, like, don't set goals that just are here, set them there, here. I know some of you will be afraid by that, but don't be. Like, our goal is to expand every e-commerce seller in America, and there's three million of them. Am I ever going to get three million e-commerce? Probably not. But bloody hell, it's an amazing goal, isn't it? Let's see what we can do. You've got to try and do as much as you can. Right, so think big. Educate yourselves. Audible. You don't have to read a book every day. You just download Audible and get an audio book and listen to it. You'll probably drive at least two hours a week. When you're in a car, put an audio book on. Educate yourself on some of these processes. Podcast books, I'd go on and on. Right, so, I'm going to come back to this side in a minute. What you'll need to do is get um, your phones out and your cameras out, and you're going to scan that in a moment, and then what you'll do is you're going to get all of this information sent to you. Alright? Okay, summary. We went through all of that, we talked about a secret formula, we talked about websites, we talked about landing pages, we told what to do next. Finally, we've got, well, we probably haven't got much time. There's my contact details. On the, the QR code, you're going to come and scan in a minute with your phone and your camera, You'll be able to get my contact details, no problems at all. You can contact me through there, you can contact me through there, um, Facebook, all that sort of stuff. Um, any questions? That was pretty quick, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, John. Sorry, sorry, just so Cookies. Cookies, what are they, valuable for at the public level or too complicated? I won't bother about them. Don't, don't worry about them. Cookies are basically the way you track stuff online. So you do want to track people on your You do want to track something, but that's a whole other conversation. We could be here for three hours talking about cookies and how we track people and retarget people <coughs> in our social media targeting. So, yeah, you need something on your website that says about cookies, but if you track people, which you probably don't. Well, yes? Uh, uh, payable ads. Yep. Ads. Is it worth, worth Depends on who you're targeting and where that person is. So. You. Your person, that person, it may be cheaper and a better return on investment to use Facebook or Instagram. It may be better to use LinkedIn. Depending on what you're doing and who you're targeting, LinkedIn ads at the moment are the most profitable and the best return on investment, without a shadow of doubt. But it depends on who you're targeting and what you want to achieve from it. You might need a broader opportunity. The advantage of Google is it does give you a huge amount of data like Facebook. Does that help? Yeah. Okay, fantastic, we are out of time. So I'm going to, on the um, slide share, you can get the presentation as well. Uh, there'll be something on positioning, there'll be stuff on framework, and there's stuff and some other stuff. But, what you need to do is come and take that QR code, and then basically that's going to put you into a funnel, because I've <laughs> yeah. given you a lead magnet, you can download that where you would then get all of that information sent directly to your phone, so you've got that. If you don't have Facebook Messenger, there ain't no point doing that. But if you have a Facebook messenger, I would do that. There we go. Uh, thank you very much. I'm around for the rest of the day if you've got any further questions. All right, up we come, keep scanning it. I'll know everyone that's scanned it because it'll come up on my phone in a second. You're probably not logged in or we were out offline. Paul's done it. Mm. Paul's done it. Well done, Paul.